Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Wrap-Up Podcast, where today we're not talking about the Mass Singer. In a turn of events, uh, who would have thought this was going to happen? What a way to end 2020. We're here to talk about the Masked Dancer. We make promises that we keep here on this podcast. So we're here to talk about the premiere of the Masked Dancer, everything that went on there, what we think about it, and all the stuff in between. I am your host, Puya, the breakdancing cardboard Zanvakili. And of course, as always, I'm not here alone. I've got my partner in crime ready to talk about all the things here with me. It's Liana, the tap shoes, Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? I'm just tippity tapping in all the way to this podcast, ready to talk about the mass dancer. This was something that, uh, you know, have I been a little down on? Maybe. Um, is it a perfect show? No. But I had a lot of fun watching it, and it definitely got me hyped. They opened with the CNC uh, Music Factory of Everybody Dance now, and uh, that's kind of how I feel now. I'm I'm about to dance. Yeah, it was. Uh, this is interesting because, like, to me, when I found when we heard that they're going to release the Mask Dancer, I thought, well, here's an ambitious project. How is this going to work? Like, I don't think it's going to be. It doesn't like there's no voice to follow. There's no sit. Like, how is this going to happen? I don't really know anyone's dancing abilities, but this is very clearly a show that's not meant to be taken seriously. Not that the mass singer is, but I think we found a show that's supposed to be taken less seriously than the mass singer. So, um, it was to what I expected. I had fun and that's all I really cared about was having fun. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, it definitely was fun. I definitely. <laughs> wanted to dance along and it's great they weren't great dancers i'm not a great dancer so it kind of just like fits it was weird i'm not gonna lie and we cover the mass singer which is weird this was very weird yes it reminded me but it reminded me almost of like a children's television show of like what on earth am i watching but there's something super captivating about it mm-hmm yeah, I mean, that's the thing for me is that um, it's it's just incredible when you think about who is behind these masks, who have they got on. So like to quickly give you the rap sheet for this season, it's 10 contestants, so obviously a smaller group than a mask singer season would have. But in this group, Liana, we have and I'm quoting contestants have sold more than 38 million albums, 20 Emmy Awards, 20 Grammy noms, 10 world dancing titles five New York Times best-selling author titles, four Olympic gold medals, and three appearances in Broadway shows. And I mean, That's impressive. I mean, you look at that wall of accolades and you're like, so what did you do with your time in the winter in 2020? Oh, I was on the show called The Masked Dancer. Wow. Like, how did that happen? And, and, I, and <laughs> we'll get to the unmasked person, but I just, I don't know. Like, I, like, I, like you said, it's weird, but I'm kind of into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess we could, um, how do you, how do you want to go about this? Do you want to talk about each of the different elements? Talk about Craig Robinson as the host, the panel. Do you want to go through each contestant? I, I'm not exactly sure. Mm. <laughs> how, do we, how do we talk about the weirdness? Do we talk about the virtual audience that was clearly stolen from the mass singer? Do we talk about how instead of the men in black, now we have the women in black who are the I mean, dancers can... that go uh, around Craig Robinson? Here's the thing. This is, 
just like the masked singer is to the masked dancer, this is the masked dancer portion of the masked singer podcast, which is like the masked singer podcast, but a little worse. So we're going to free ball it. We're just going to freestyle. <laughs> Listen, when I say worse, that usually means it's better. So let's see where this goes. Um, right. Let's talk about the cast, right? Let's talk about the cast. And by that, I mean the host and the judges um, who are different except for one. So right out the gate, give me your overall impressions of Craig Robinson seeing him debut here tonight. <sighs> So, okay, so we open with this like big musical number uh, where Craig comes in as the band leader. There's a bunch of background dancers as cheerleaders, just like breaking it down. It's this whole thing. And uh, that's the most energy I think we see Craig give off the entire episode. Like, I think he's hilarious. But the thing is, is that he's got such a deadpan sense of humor that I it takes a little bit of work and a little bit of massaging, I think, to work for a show like The Masked Dancer. Like, I think he actually fits quite well because the show is ridiculously stupid. And I feel like he's the type of person who could be able to go along with the fun while still having that deadpan, like willing to call it out on all of its nonsense and especially go against a lot of the panelists when Ken is doing his weird humor shtick thing. Like, Craig's going to no-soul that. And that's perfect. I love that. Um, but at least in the premiere episode i just felt like it was a little out of place uh but i do love craig and i think that things will get better as as he gets used to hosting because he's never really hosted a show like this before yeah he hasn't i'm big on craig robinson i like him. i was very happy to see that he's going to be hosting he does have a producer credit on the show just fyi which is pretty hmm. interesting um no but I, I do think that it was very clear to me that he was kind of a little bit t- leaning on a teleprompter type vibes is what I was getting. I think like right. like you said, it's his first experience. So I'm not gonna like hold him back on any of that. I think it'll just get better. Um and the chemistry has to form with the with the like with the host at some point. I mean when Nick Cannon started season one, he didn't have the chemistry he now has with Robin, with Ken, with Jenny. So like it'll develop. We just have to see if the show makes it that far. Right. I yeah, I think it'll get better. And I think hopefully with Ken's experience, he'll be able to bring him out of his shell. Get, yeah, bring him out of his shell a little bit. And Ashley Tisdale, I thought was really great as the panelists. Brian Austin Green was also there. Um, and Paula Abdul gonna Paula Abdul. So literally Paula Abdul gonna Paula Abdul. I feel like Brian Austin Green is doing his best attempt at a Robin Thick impersonation by like Aren't they friends. I- they are friends well (laughs) to me he's like he's i mean and like like, no offense to i can't believe i'm like bigging robin thick but he's like a dollar tree version of robin thick and and, uh, i'm gonna name these bigger names and like more referential like when he was trying to guess who um the uh the disco ball was he's like it could be an older rapper like a coolio and this and i'm like you can't name like five people and be like those are my guesses like that's not that's not a short list that's too big um so he was okay. I liked so Paula Abdul is interesting because here's the thing. Let's try and do a one for one of who is who. Ken is still Ken, right? Or is Ken no longer the Ken? Who would be the Ken? Paula? Paula was giving me mad Ken vibes with some of the random no. things she was saying. Paula, Paula was giving me um uh shoot, Lindsay Lohan on the Australian mass singer vibes. Well, you just went international with that one. <laughs> Bro, what a unique niche reference. No, I mean it was Paul Abdul, like just being Paul Abdul. There's not like there's nothing else you could say about it. I, I think you even said when we were watching the show together, like, did Paula really need to be back on one of these television shows? Yeah, I was like I thought it was. Have anyone funny, been saying since the old days of American? <laughs> like, I need Paul Abdul back on a judging panel. Like, who's who needed this? No, it just it felt like it felt a little bit like an SNL skit of like, okay, let's compile yeah. like, the weirdest group of people. I feel like Ashley Tisdale was for me like by far and away the top person on the panel, just in terms mm. of like she felt really personable, really friendly. She was making you know some decent guesses, that type of thing. She actually has a dancing background, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. Ken Jong, on the other hand, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't know what his dancing background is like, uh, especially in medical school. I don't know; they really teach you that. But well, it's it, they've declared at this point that a masked franchise needs a needs some kind of like binding agent or like something that's a like a constant Blue in all of the shows. And Ken right. Jong is that for the universe? Yeah, and I think it's low key. It's kind of the best one because it's like if you're having. 
two different worlds of yours colliding. If you have like your, let's say your, your work friends and then your podcasting friends, you want that one person in the middle who's funny, who can just kind of like, you know, everyone can point out and laugh to be like the binding agent of everyone can bond over that at the very least if everything else goes wrong. There's Ken. Enter Ken John. He, I mean, he though has so much passion for this and I can never Mm -hmm. fault him for that. Like if you have passion for something, I don't care what it is. Like that's awesome. And I support that. So if if Ken Jong wants to be the master of the masked singer universe, I support him in that endeavor. I mean, 1000% here. We, we dunk on him a lot for his awful guesses and, you know, extraness, but it is what's needed. If this is supposed to be directed towards families and children, then he is needed there. And what bet I can't think of a better person who should be the poster child of put a bag on your face or put a mask on your face because uh, that that is Ken John right there <laughs> for me. <laughs> there were this uh, the one thing I did like about speaking of a show for children, like it it did very much. I mean, we talked about the mass singer is for families. This even more so felt like for families, mainly children, because this is very like wiggles with fancy costumes vibes. Yes. Yes. Because like, <laughs> you know, if I was seven years old, I'm not going to be like, wow, but she hit the high note though, mom. Like that's not happening. Whereas I'm like, oh, the zebra's derpy. I love the zebra. Like that makes more sense like as an appeal to children. So definitely I'm with you, especially we haven't even gotten into this part yet, but like with mass singers, like, oh, they can't, they can't really carry a note, but they got through the song well. They knew their lyrics. Here it's like, are you freestyling? Did you have choreography? Okay. Yeah. Well, I will, before we go into each performance, I want to sort of give an overview on like how I yes. feel about mass singer versus mass dancer. Um, but yeah, we need to ask Asher Bluth, what or Bluth, Asher Bloom, what he feels about this show <laughs> versus <Asher Bluth? laughs> you know, from the Bluth family. I mean, they, um, he'd be punning. He'll probably be punning. I should yeah. Be, so he'll be okay <laughs> um, uh, yeah. To compare the two, which one is more captivating to a child? We'll put them up side by side, and then Michael will give us an answer on that one. Well, well, we'll send it over to Mike and get an answer by the next time we talk about the masked answer. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I think we've talked enough about the panel. I, I you know I need to see more to comment more, but that. They were fine. They were fine for the person. Again, I can't stress this enough. Having just watched The Masked Singer and then watching this, it really does feel like we're watching a parody of the show because I'm like, this can't be happening. I can't believe this is an actual thing that's happening. Lo and behold, it is happening. So we met five of the dancers on night one. Mm-hmm. Do you have any overall thoughts before do you want to just jump in individually right out the gate here? What do you feel? Like? Yes, I would love. Yes, I would love to give some overall thoughts. OK, so Go first of all, you can 100 percent tell that the costumes are impeding their ability to dance. Look no further than our unmasked contestant when even when he had the mask taken off, automatically could move so much, so much oh, easier way better and so much better. The hammerhead also was like crouching down and it felt like the hammerhead was weighing their body down in like an awkward way. Um, So that sort of gets in the way of the performances. I feel like even the best dancers on the show are going to be encumbered by these massive costumes that they've clearly pared down to make a little bit easier. Like nobody's going to be dancing in anything like the sun um, or the black widow or, or, or anything like that, but still it like feels like it gets in the way the other thing about the performances is that I there are literally <laughs> professional dancers behind them. Yeah. So like the, the bad dancing stands out even more so than bad singing on the masked singer. Because if the masked singer had like great backup singers. That like that would make the main singer look worse. Whereas here, you have these fan fantastic backup dancers, and like you have the main contestant trying to do the choreo, but they can't keep up because they're re- literally dancing with trained dancers, and it mm. makes them look by comparison so much worse. Also, with the mass singer, even if you're not a good singer, you can still have the theatrics. Whereas the mass dancer is just theatrics, so there's nothing else to sort of like lean back on. And I feel like there's something about that that makes the performers seem much worse than maybe they actually are or would be you need to 1000% lean on your 
razzle dazzle with the mass dancer. Really, you need it because if you like, you don't have the gift of singing. You have the gift that like you can get away with it with doing a little bit of extra, but then still like holding a note or two. That's fine. Here, I really it's it's hard because I think when we saw them in the order they went, which we'll talk about, I genuinely was like, oh, this is not good. And then oh, this was very good in comparison to what I just saw. So. It's incredible how I feel like the ones that know how to dance are going to just smoke the others and it's not going to be even close. Yeah, right. Like I I felt like there was a clear there's a clear line drawn maybe even more so than with the mass singer of like if you, if you are in any way a trained dancer you will be so much more successful. Whereas even the people who weren't necessarily trained singers could still be successful. Someone like the jellyfish, for example, who wasn't a trained singer, but was able to compete. Whereas I feel like Tulip's probably a trained dancer mm-hmm. and she's just going to win. And then that's it. You know, I don't know. Like it's complicated. <laughs> yeah. For, so here's the thing with me um, is that with mass singer, We've had moments we've had elimination where it's like, oh, the song choice, if it was any other song, there'd be a fighting chance. Trust me, there is no like, oh, <laughs> they had gone with a fox trot, they would have nailed this. And that's not happening. Either. I mean, the Hammerhead's performance was just like running around the stage. Okay. Like that, that was the performance. Like what? But it dance- was upbeat. So it worked. You know what yeah, I mean? It, like, yeah. It was more like interpretive dance if I had to pick a style. And I look, I'm no dance expert, so maybe I'm the wrong person to be talking about this. Um, It felt a little bit more like, yeah, I don't know, maybe like musical dancing, but but the like when you're actually singing the song, like just like the movements that go along with the the singing performance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Like he he just like hit he hit a beach ball. He's he's doing the wave. I'm just I'm, I'm like watching it back right now just to see exactly what the moves are. There's a little bit of actual choreography here. I definitely think that depending on what their trade is, it'll give them a leg up, right? So for example, I'm pretty sure the Hammerhead is some sort of a athlete or former athlete. So they have mm-hmm. the the abilities physically to like pull off a couple jumps pull off a couple like high high I was about to say high pitch but like high energy movement so that'll work to their favor whereas someone like the disco ball was like you know needed to oil oil up the body a little bit more probably and like you know get some stretches going because it was very stiff <laughs> so yeah the hammerhead's doing more choreo than i'm gonna give than i, I initially no. maybe would have given him credit for but he's yeah. having to readjust his mask a few times which stands to my point earlier of like the masks getting in the way or maybe they need to like tape percent. them down or something yeah no i i think that with the um with, with the with these masks like the masked singer they have these intricate costumes. Like, look, think of the serpent, animatronic, like moving tail thing in the back. Big, big mask, biggest they've ever had. They were like position the mouth somewhere where the mic can. Like, they're they're a lot more detailed here. Obviously, they have to make these lighter for the mm-hmm. dancing to commence. However, it's still a show that's going to be on primetime on Fox for them. So they need to give it the razzle dazzle. They need to give it the, the glitter, the glam. So they've added like bits and bobs to it. Obviously the mask, the headpiece is the one thing they've tried to like sacrifice the least on. And like they've made, they've scaled back a lot of the body. It's thinner, but it's still not like leotard and mask on the face from like a birthday party mask. You know what I mean? Like it's still mm-hmm. a thick headpiece, which Regardless of how much they're scaling back, that's still going to hold them back. You're 1000% right. And it, and it does show. I mean, I'd be sweating if I'm getting on stage to do choreo <laughs> without a mask, like I, with the, the lightest material on me. So imagine oh, all yeah. that material on you too. Ooh, ooh, I'd be sweating. Oh, yeah. No, like the, this looks incredibly challenging. I think it's, it's challenging. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be challenging for a trained dancer, let alone like it's, an untrained yeah. dancer. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, this just, this looks really, really hard. It does. So, first of all, shout out to all 10 contestants who are about to do this um, yeah, for, for our entertainment in the pandemic. Thank you. Uh, speaking of pandemic, can we talk about the stage and the audience and all that? Sure. You mean the edited shots of the Mass Singer audience that they stuck into the Mass no, Dancer it, audience? Now it's like not you, even the same show. Yeah. If you went 
to a taping of the mass singer in 2019 you are getting dividends man they are literally using your footage every week like they should send you royalties i'm sorry they should I liked trying to look for when people like I don't know who the editors were that had to dig through the massive and massive mounds of footage to look for things because like they tried to find people that were doing sort of similar like hand motions (laughs) to just some of the dancing contestants like oh goodness they really put too much work into making it look like a fake audience like bruh just give it up fine like it doesn't really add anything i mean that unless the dancing was so bad that they couldn't even bother to show the whole thing and they had to cut away to the audience mm-hmm. i think that um for me if they want to do it with the first ep just to make it seem like yo the first ep is gonna be like big and we need it to be flashy and we need it to seem like everyone's pumped sure do it for the first ep if they keep doing it next week it's like gang come on Come on. I mean, I, yeah, no, they're one hundred percent going to do it. I mean, it's not going to stop. I don't. I'm not expecting them to stop by all, by any means. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that ultimately, I get why they're doing it. But our complaint from the beginning has been it's just too much. Like you're you're just doing like twenty percent audience footage. Give me five five percent. You're fine. Um, because also let's be real, they've done a very good job with both making the stage look great and then adding all these extra effects has really made it seem like a grand stage. So it's not like it seems very low scale, not like well-polished. It looks phenomenal without those audience cuts. Like I, I, here's a challenge. If someone was to edit all of the audience stuff out Mm -hmm. and we watched that episode without the audience, I swear to you, I don't think I'd be like, it's missing something. I don't think that'll happen because they've done a good job of all the other bits and bobs. They don't need Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree with you. We're on the same page. Um, are we on the same page in talking about the contestants individually now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, do our best. Lovely stuff. All right, let's talk about the aforementioned Hammerhead right out the gate here. Hammerhead has a lot on his shoulders, and we're not talking about that mask because Hammerhead's going to be the first person to ever grace the mask dancer stage for a performance. Bad choice. So. They should have gone with Tulip. I mean, I I think they should have gone with with exotic bird, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, so I mean, looking at this clue package, and here's the thing: I think ten performers. They they've made it very clear that in this season, the clues, the dancing stuff's gonna have clues in it. Mm-hmm. These are we're gonna if you're like if you're like keeping notes, which I am definitely not for this season because we're not gonna be covering it like that. I feel like you're more likely to get these than you would be the mass singer ones. I do. I think like watch the clues a couple of times. You probably get there is my assumption. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. I mean, things did feel more obvious, mm-hmm. I guess, but not like I have any good guesses though. So, yeah. you know, I, mean, I thought the hammerhead might be Ryan Lochte. And then you said four, doesn't he have more than four Olympic gold medals? Uh, he, him alone, yes, but I think that said gold medalists, not gold medals. Oh, oh no, four four medals, not medalists. So it's yeah. it's just four on the on the cast. So yeah, it could be one person with four. It could be like four people with one. Yeah, he's um, got no. six, so it's not Ryan Lochte. Yeah, so that's so they're they're with my guess. Yeah. Now I think there was like uh the photo of the burger, and then with the alphabet soup that said talk. So the soup or talk or it's chow talk chow talk show so i think there's something oh there. that's right yeah like some sort of radio announcer like morning joe cup of joe right uh, with the cup like of joe. that yeah. kind of morning announcer kid type mm-hmm. guy uh he's too short to be joel McHale. i think there's enough athletes that have podcasts now that it could be someone in that realm i know like uh god i hope i get his name right uh jason richardson i don't remember but there's this basketball player he has this podcast there's all this basketball player has podcast, so there's plenty of basketball players that I know. I know there's mm-hmm. going to be plenty of football players, so I think it's going to be someone with a podcast or some kind of like talk show, right? So because oh, immediately be from Talk Soup, what's Talk Soup? It was like George, uh, uh, Greg Kinnear. I remember because Hal Sparks and Aisha Tyler were both there. It was like oh, a you were absolutely talk show. right. It's the one before the Soup. It was like Talk Soup, then became the Soup. Mm, yeah, there's I mean there's a bunch of names in here if you want to like. Yeah, there's there's like 
what this looks like a cast of 10 or 12. No, that's the producers. That's not even the cast. Yeah. So that's actually a great, great call. Greg Kinnear, John Henson, Hal Sparks, Aisha Tyler. I think Hal Sparks is shorter, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, dude, I don't know. Look, yeah. I didn't take notes. All right. I was just here no, for the experience. <laughs> same, same, <laughs> I didn't same. realize I would be asked who these people were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and then ultimately, I, I had fun with the clue packages. It was nice. It was nice that they weren't animated. Because like mm. the master ones were all animated, and I and I kind of enjoyed having the non animated ones back. You know, mm, I, 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 I'm, not sure. yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even notice. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm looking back. Um, Ken Jong's Chiron says world class dance expert. Dot 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 and doctor. <laughs> yeah, we've <laughs> seen. You're curious what his credentials were. I mean, we've seen him dance before, so we know what it is. We know he's capable. You know, they, they've pumped him up to dance on the show and everything. Mm-hmm. So, go kids, go kids, go kids. so yeah. Ooh, we have to talk about. Wait, can we talk about uh, the musical song thing from from Mass Dancer? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you sure. know what I'm talking about? Word um, up. Word up. Okay, so they have a segment. So in addition to the clues and the dancing, you also get to hear the unmodulated voice of the contestants. And it is a segment that is partially sweeping the nation called Word Up. And then they play that sound drop. (laughs) So Um, so funny. It's literally what you think. I love it. I'm assuming some people haven't checked out the show and are just here listening and considering it. It's literally one word. They're unmodulated for one word of their choosing. Mm-hmm. So yep. now you yep, know. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Should we say so the Hammerhead dance to uh, everybody by the Backstreet Boys? <laughs> Somehow did not sound right when you said it like that. What was the day? Everybody. Um, Backstreet's back by the Backstreet Boys. Backstreet's back by the Backstreet Boys. All right. <laughs> no, great song choice to start. I mean, Craig Robinson was there for it. He did, you know, we we know that he did dance with the Backstreet Boys at the end of This Is the End. Call classic, some would say, um, to everybody. So that works out. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I thought it was a great song to start. And honestly, like I said, initially watching it, I was like, mm, mm, this is not great. But in hindsight, it was pretty great. Um, this so. was fun. Like if we had a small child, I would like hold hold their little arms up and we would dance around the mm-hmm. living room to something like this. So that's that to me is the target demographic. One one billion yeah. percent. Um, also, Absolutely. Brian Austin Green's Chiron is actor slash giraffe. <laughs> Can See, I like, just? These are the little things that like make this super silly and stupid. Yeah, but I love like, it. That's what I like. It's not taking itself seriously as it shouldn't. So it works for me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good with that being the vibe. But yeah, no, the, the hammerhead, you know, got a little bit of that like, did sub choreography. There was definitely some like m- dancing with the dance backup dancers. Wasn't like phenomenal, but it was actually, you know, keeping up ish at moments. There were some dance moves where I was like, Oh, this is not, you're definitely older than I think you were supposed to let us know. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I had fun with the hammerhead. I had fun with the hammerhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Um, you know, there's some choreo here. I think I don't know if the hammerhead will win, but I think they'll go pretty far. I mean, depending on what the final, the next five are, and what the format ends up being, mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like the hammerhead's kind of like smack dab in the middle of this group for me. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Hey, how about this? Depending on the dance and the song, they might be in the finals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, like. Yeah. The other thing is, like, if you give me, like, a big hype song, but, I mean, they're not their live, so it's not like the song's going to give them a vibe, so I don't know. Whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. we, we can move on. We can move on. The Tulip. The, you want to talk? Okay, tell us, uh, tell us about the Tulip, Boris. Tell us about the Tulip. Alright, so I feel like the Tulip is probably the top or second top dancer out of this group. Um, the Tulip performed a tap dancing, but also just sort of other like general actual dancing routine to <laughs> Fergalicious, which mm-hmm. obviously my fave. But the best part about the Tulip's performance was in the middle of the dance, the music stopped like, oh, okay, the song is over. And then she does an acapella 
tap routine is that a thing mm-hmm. is that what you call it with no music and then it like segues back into the the song which was super super cool i loved that moment felt very flair very like i came to play i'm gonna take this she also has a costume that seems relatively easy to dance uh in in comparison to some of the other ones so i think that's definitely helpful for the tulip yeah i think that the tulip is somebody who benefited from the costume choice has some dancing chops from the clues i'm intrigued by her clues because of the nods to tiktok and i'm mm-hmm. like this is a test but i'm not i don't i'm not a part of the dance tiktok so it's not like i'm gonna know who this is mm-hmm. but i i definitely enjoyed it i enjoyed the using fergalicious for for tap dancing was interesting the tap solo i was like oh this was supposed to be way bigger than it was because it didn't like sweep me off my feet but it, it was still impressive. Me off my tap shoes. It I was better. It. it was better than when the mushroom did a beatbox in the middle of Valerie. I'll give you that. It was yeah, better than that. Um, but it was it was it was good. I mean, here's the thing. You said first or second. I definitely subscribe to that. This is someone who I think if there's only two making it from each group is in the final four. Mm-hmm. You know, like just right off the gate with one performance. I think I think the tulip's going to be just okay. Yeah, I mean, she to me also felt like someone who at least kept up, like, because it's weird. The backup dancers were wearing, that was the one that you thought was naked and that you could see his. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. The, the backup dancer definitely went with the with they gave him the leotard and then just the uh, the mask from a birthday party. And that's all they were rocking. Right. So like, he, he, it felt like he could move a little bit more. Oh, way more. Yeah, it's definitely mobility out, out of the wazoo. Um and uh, le- left very little to the imagination, if if I may be so brief. Mm-hmm. That's what I said, Frank and Beans. So uh, for her, I, but she even despite that, her costume being more cumbersome, I felt like could really keep up with the other dancers. I think she's somebody who's probably a trained dancer, especially just given the tap skills. Or mm-hmm. maybe she's like an actress, singer, dancer. You know, like a triple threat kind of kind of deal. Right. I mean, I think this is defo someone from that like. Someone who's like made it on TikTok at this point. Um, like there was this bowl of spaghetti. I'm looking at the clue pattern. And there's this bowl of spaghetti with like kids spoon. Like you know the spoons that you bought from IKEA that no adult should have, but they're the um, <laughs> they're like the color, like the baby spoon and fork, the plastic ones that are all different colors. It looks like something like that. There was the mini seat cereal. Could this be someone who like did a kids? Comp like a dance moms type of show or like a honey boo boo style thing. Could this be someone yeah. in that realm? Yeah, it's entirely possible. Because yeah. why was it wasn't like JoJo Siwa part of that world? So it could be someone like of that. Yeah, who she like was on Dance came, Moms. Yeah, and then she ended up on YouTube. So like something like that, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's about as far as you can get. I guess out of me with with the tulip, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I did like that Ashley Tisdale knew knew some of this. Like, oh, this is a TikTok dance, and oh, this is this. So like, I like that. I was happy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right, anything else about the uh, about the? Oh, I know you love Fergalicious. So I feel like you're giving it the Fergalicious bias by, you know, giving it the <laughs> well, bump to your first. I mean, place. the rap wasn't there. Obviously, my favorite part. But overall, <laughs> uh, enjoyable. I think she'll make it deep. I've seen so many promos with her in it. So even if she doesn't win, she's I think top three. We've talked about this. Anyone who ends up getting the poster slot usually is, you know, worth at least seeing go to distance. I feel like not all, like I don't remember a time where they've had someone on like their Instagram page that hasn't been, you know, like lined up to go far. So I think you're on onto something with that. Um, I don't remember what her word up word was, but I can tell you, guarantee you that it did not give me any help. So, right. Yeah. I don't remember that either. Yeah. Um, okay. So would you like to move on to the next one? Yes. Okay. So the next performer was, this was the cricket, right? The one that I kept calling the praying mantis. Yes, that is correct. You did do this. They're both green bugs. They look similar to me. This is, I. so I think I can see your voice all over again where you're wrong and you're not going to correct yourself and you're just going to keep saying praying. Okay. The cricket, the cricket, the cricket, the cricket, the cricket, the cricket also is wearing, um, like uh, King Regalia has got a crown on mm. some sort of like medieval times type outfit. So King Cricket, perhaps that may help me remember. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, Ken thought that 
the hammerhead shark was carrot top i think cricket is, <laughs> is carrot top you genuinely think the cricket i is do i ge- because first of all look robin akiva made over carrot top so he's back he's now um what's the new name they came up for him Oh no, not a reference that you don't remember, Leon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like uh, green top or mushroom top. I don't know, whatever. Anyway. Oh, so, <laughs> so mushroom he's, top. He's, he's in Vegas. Oh, there's a praying mm-hmm. mantis in the clue package. That's why I thought praying mantis. Obviously, you see, it's related. Of course. Anyway, that's why. He, yes. he like falls in love, and then you were like, Carrot Top could never find love. <laughs> Which is why it can't be Carrot Top. I mean, no one. Offense, but like at no point have I been like, yeah, Carrot Top and his loving family. I feel like Carrot Top's a lone wolf and will and will remain that way. So I mean, carrots grow together, right? <laughs> or is it just one? It's just one carrot. Yeah, it's just you, you one do carrot. realize that he's not an actual carrot, carrot Liana, bunch. right? <laughs> yeah. Are you um, sure? <laughs> anyway, so Carrot Top picked uh, a song uh, by the Pointer Sisters, right? Didn't he pick Jump? Yeah, he picked Jump by the Pointer Sisters, which is fabulous. Uh, I thought the Hammerhead was going to be the worst performer here. Um, I stood corrected. I felt like the Cricket did have a little bit of choreography, but again, in comparison to the backup dancers, like it's just not fair. No, when we got to the Cricket's performance, that's when I was like, oh, Hammerhead's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> like, actually, like, has a shot. No, the Cricket did a lot of, like, jumping around and, like, hey, raise your hands to the fireworks behind me. But there was literally not a lot of follow-through with any choreography. And it was a lot of, if you focus on the background dancers, his performance becomes infinitely better. Um, it just so happens that the Cricket got saved because... <laughs> when the when the cricket became the bottom of the barrel, disco ball said, "Hey, hold up, hold my disco ball, like I'm next," mm-hmm. and then proved us different. So I think that's where that that to goes. King Cricket's credit, this is mm-hmm. the type of dancing that I would do in one of those Beachbody on demand videos. Like I have 100% <laughs> done this routine before. Mm-hmm. I look exactly the same. Um, you look exactly the difference the is the cricket. Yeah, the difference is, is that I'm not wearing this big old costume. I get to wear my workout attire. Mm-hmm. Um, I what like yeah. I mean, you said this is carrot top. In my head, that nine hundred two one zero grand prize jackpot thing, it's someone from that show. And I wouldn't have really said this had we not figured out who the disco ball was later which you actually did and we'll talk about it that was too on the nose I feel like this is going to be too on the nose but we'll oh see. gotcha yeah, yeah I mean we'll that's see. the other thing too is like once we have a few more revealed we can realize how on the nose the clues are because the mass Singer mm-hmm. sort of started that way and then as they realized that people mm-hmm. were really good at this uh, it got a little bit tougher because you have the added benefit of hearing them sing Right, like right. we've talked about this. Who knows what Ice Cube's dance moves are like, right? But like, you know, you know how how Leanne Rhymes sounds. So those are like two different things, right? So then, I think that ultimately for me, this was you know good for the cricket getting slot in the middle. Let's just jump into our eliminated fallen contestant here. Right after we take a quick break, we'll be right back. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Word up. We're back. That's two words, but that's okay. Play the full sound clip. You got it. As you wish. Word up. 
Yeah, well, let's let's you know, let's put on our disco attire and and, and talk about the disco ball. <laughs> really? Like put on our bell bottoms and talk about the disco ball? I don't know. I don't know all the right, traditional right, disco fine, fine, garb. Like, what is the disco garb? <laughs> put on our roller skates and talk about the disco ball. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So this is a lot of standing. Um, <laughs> a lot of arm movement, a little bit of uh, footwork, but not a whole lot. Um, the whole disco ball headpiece looks challenging to move in. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like his head is like his neck is leaning forward a little bit, probably indicating how challenging it is to keep the thing straight, or that, or it's on, kind of on slanted. I don't know. So, <laughs> what I have to say about the show is that y'all really went ahead and gave the one outfit that had a dancing theme to it to your first boot. Like that mm-hmm. really happened. Like disco ball, give it to this guy. He's going to be out soon. And I think <laughs> I can actually give a comment on the song choice here. Going with the uptown funk, it's literally upbeat. And this mm-hmm. this dance <laughs> choreography was anything but. I mean, it was. If you look at the background, they're like on rhythm on everything. And the disco ball is like one step behind at every turn. Um, now I have more. I really want to talk about this clue package because so we looked at the clue package, right? There was like there were three big clues that came out of it. There was the the bone with the letter J, which I yelled out J bone, and then we couldn't figure out what it meant. Um, there was a shark fin, and then there was the iced tea, which literally, as the clue package concluded, Liana was like, "I think I'm gonna go with iced tea on this one." <laughs> and I was like, "That's actually a pretty sound decision. I'll also go iced tea." And then I said to her. Because if you're right, then we tie, and it's it's defense. That's so not fair. Because Fine. here's the it's thing, Liana, I accept, no, because I I, I have a tendency of over analyzing, right? So I would never be like, oh, there's iced tea. It's got to be iced tea. I'd be like, no, they want us to think it's an iced tea type, so it's therefore someone else in that realm. You know, so that's what I would have done. So I'm fully giving you the credit. You went iced tea, iced tea, and it was iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it was like, oh, iced tea. What if it's iced tea? <laughs> it was honestly more of a joke guess than anything else, but I'm happy to take credit for it. I mean, uh, not going to lie. If we, we're not doing vault guesses because we're not covering weekly, but I'm looking at Ice Cube now and I'm like, you, you're going to be Ice Cube. Like, there's you think no- Ice Cube is going to be Ice Cube? No, I can't but- believe they didn't make Ice Tea Ice Cube because there's an Ice Cube <laughs> costume. So that, then, yeah, that would be real great. Ice Cube is iced tea. Ice Cube is iced tea. I mean, listen, ice, ice tea was disco ball. So that is what happened there. Yeah, well, they didn't make Bow Wow a dog. So no, no, I feel like um, there's not been anybody that's been close to that, right? I feel like wasn't it? What the closest was when people thought the fox was Jamie Fox. Yep, and I was like. That's not going to happen. No, yeah, I feel like this is this is close enough. Where like they, but they did straight up. I did feel like the Disco Boss clue package felt like it was giving us more details. Um, and then we got concluded, so that made sense. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think that um, this was a good first reveal for them. I think that Ice T is a big enough name that if they put that in the headline anywhere else the next day, about eighty percent of people will be like, "Oh, I know who that is," just by name mm-hmm. alone. So, and then yeah. the other twenty percent will be like, "Ice Cube." Oh. Ice tea. I don't know who I see. I know who Ice Cube is. So it's close enough. It'll like spark a combo. Yeah. I mean, I um I think I would have preferred to see him on the mass singer because when he got on mass, he talked about why he was there, which is like, oh, my kids really wanted me to mm-hmm. be on the show. And he was like, nah, I ain't doing that. Then he saw Lil Wayne, then he saw Busta, and then he was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And somehow <laughs> and then, he got shoved on the mass dance. Yeah, well, then he was <laughs> like, so I'm also going to be a first boot rapper, so I'll, I'm yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. If, if I'll do it for, look, I'll do it once, okay? L- yeah. Let me let me talk to my buddies and see what contract they got. I want the same one. Yeah, I feel like he probably would have, like, I feel like someone like him might have held off for another for a mass singer but they probably must have compensated him nice oh uh, yeah i guess so yeah i mean look he didn't put much effort in i feel like he knew he was going to be the first boot almost 
Um, yeah, that's fair. I um, so I did see there was an EW article with him where he talked about they didn't have a lot of time to learn the choreo he didn't get a choice in the song I guess mm-hmm. so I think that also sort of gets in the way of having passion for it hold on let me see if I can find it um, let's see uh, alright well you can start segueing to the next thing I'll figure out the answer to this <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm looking at a video of Ice T dancing before he was famous in some dance class in LA. And he got moves, man. Yes, I can link it. He's got uh, at least like acrobatic moves, but I mean, the dude's what we found out he's 60 some. So for 60 some, that was good. But also, again, that big mask on the big head, like that'll do it. Okay. Um, Yeah. He got two hours to learn the choreo. Oh, that is not enough time. Give me two. Give me. Flipping six hours, I wouldn't be able to do it. Like, I I need I need time. It's not enough. Two hours is not enough time. Yeah, that's so fast. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then you put on a twenty pound helmet, <laughs> and it's a big <laughs> head connected to a biker's helmet. Um, you're just concerned with not falling down. At that point, I threw all the choreo out the window and said, "I don't want to bust my ass on national television." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, that's the problem. Yeah, the head is heavy. It's top heavy. So I just went out yeah. there and kind of winged it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah, that definitely sounds right. I don't blame me. him. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, and then I feel like, you know, good luck, I see in your future endeavors. Maybe we'll see you. Who do you? Oh, yeah. Well, well listen, I'm, I'm not going to doubt at some point we're going to have someone that's done both shows. I see could very well be the first Buddha season five for all we know. I'd like that. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I mean, not for so, him to be the first boot, but I'd like to see him on the messenger. Mm-hmm, I see. Okay. Well, maybe. It's definitely not impossible. So I want to talk about now the final performer of the evening and, spoiler alert, my favorite performer of the evening. It's Exotic Bird. <laughs> I like that they went with just Exotic Bird. Like, we're not going to pick any one specific Exotic Bird. Parrot. I'm not a regular bird. I'm no. Macaw. No. Like, no, no, no. We're just going to go general exotic bird and we'll go from there. Although, maybe, do we have any zoologist listeners who can tell us what type of bird this might be? Yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'd be cool to get that feedback because to the look of me, it's like a Franken bird. It looks like there's like four different birds in one. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, yeah. uh, the face isn't really a parrot. I mean, it's kind of a parrot face. It's got like a parody beak. A parody beak. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about birds. I'll be honest with you. So if someone can help us out, that'd be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, I like generic exotic bird. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I, so the bird sucks, is coming off very much like an athlete as well. We're mm-hmm. being told it's someone who's tall because like that's what the judges were saying. Um, the clue package was based around a race. And the, uh, the, the, you know, the, uh, what's it called? The, 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 um, the starting gun. It's a bang. So you're going out with a bang. Like that was an interesting thing for me. Best by 2007. The clue package, they kind of talk about someone who like had failures, um, peaked. So this is someone I think who had their best year at 07 and maybe has not gone downhill, but just has been silent since potentially. I don't know. What I do know is that I really loved this performance. I loved the use of the Daddy Yankee song, which I have listened to a lot since um, watching The Masked Dancer. And it was just such a fun performance. Upbeat. It had the vibes. I was like, this is where I was buzzing a dance. Like This was easily my favorite performance of the evening. And it wasn't close. Like To me, Exotic Bird is in the running 1,000. Because I do think in watching back the uh, tulip while we were discussing stuff here, Liana, I mm-hmm. found that I think the tulip might have more traditional skills. Yes. Whereas the exotic bird has more energy and vibes. And you know me as the razzle dazzle fan, that appeals to me more. So I think that's why I've gravitated towards the exotic bird here. Yeah, I think the tulip is classically trained. I don't think that mm-hmm. the bird is, but I think the bird is someone who just is naturally athletic and has great rhythm. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. with you in that it's some type of athlete. We talked about maybe a basketball player, maybe an Olympian. Um, if Ryan Lochte's not here, which again, I don't think he is because he just can't be. Mm-hmm. But I thought that they just had such a natural command of the stage. And this was the most fun performance for me. Yes. 
same big same i had a lot of fun with this one this was great um and i i think i think i mean i think the exotic birds in the finals just based off the rat the razzle factor we haven't even well, seen the other half of the performers i mean and, um, i think part of it though too was like they went all out in terms of the like the background the stuff also. like yeah mm. like they had that cool animation at the beginning and then they had people on stilts as part of the backup dancers like no one else got the people on stilts yeah, but like not everyone deserves or needs the stilts. Wow. Depending on the song, depending on the song style, like what is what are people doing with stilts on the flipping disco ball song? Like it doesn't match. Or the Pointer Sisters do not need stilts. You know, like these are decisions that that need not get stilts. I mean, I guess so. I'm not. Uh, I'm not about to sit here and say the the disco ball doesn't deserve people on stilts. No, I mean, the cricket. It's, like, it's got like a carnival stilts. vibe to it. The whole thing because mm, like, it's an exotic bird. The dancing man. Gotcha. What you know about dancing, Liana? Come on. What you know about me? What you what you know about me? <laughs> what you what you know? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. 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 Um, so, man, I yeah. hope we get my drag race promo in this podcast. That would make so much more sense if after that break we took, they hear this, they'll get what we just did. So, <laughs> we get to the end of this um, episode. They do the unmasking is very similar to the mask singer. Nothing's changed there all that much. Um, and uh, episode one done and dusted. So we've talked about this. Let's we'll let the audience know, and we'll let you guys know right now. We'll be back to talk about this probably two more times. Um, I think we're gonna do one around like a check in at the middle point of the season, and then after the finale, we'll do one as well. So mm-hmm. you'll be hearing our thoughts on this two more times. Are you excited to see where this goes now? Are you like, are you gonna be? I guess what I'm asking is, are you gonna be watching this weekly, or are you gonna like collect like four episodes and then binge them all at once? I don't know. Um, I mean, isn't it? Do we know when it's on? Is it on on Wednesdays? It's going to. Yeah. So as of this upcoming week, it'll be moving to the mass singer slot of Wednesdays at eight, which at this point will be clashing with the challenge. So uh, the challenge at nine is the challenge at nine. I don't think so. I think challenge is at eight. It's at eight goes to nine thirty. So it's at eight. Oh, okay. So yeah, probably not. (laughs) But yes, I will be watching the show. I'm excited to have it on. I'm excited to not have to take notes because that just seems like work. And this will just be a fun experience to get to see, uh, you know, who else. We have five more performers that we get to meet. We're going to unmask all of these contestants. It's going to be a silly, fun, totally silly, fun, good time. Yes. And I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm very excited um, it's going to be fun to just follow. I think I, I like the idea of having a masked franchise that's more low stakes for me to watch. I know that the Mask Singer UK just came out and I've checked out the, the, who the first boot was and I'm very excited to actually go watch that. But mm-hmm. even there, I'm going to find myself wanting to try and figure it out. I, for some reason, do not mind not knowing what the masked answer for whatever reason. So okay. I'm very excited to just watch this with the with the with the hands tied and with the no notes, no research, just like freestyle it to the end and see how it goes. That's I mean, sounds about right. Freestyling, just like the disco ball. Just like the disco ball and uh not freestyling and failing, just like the cricket. Okay. So we had a bunch of questions, not many, couple, um, that I'll ask you here. So we got a kidding but not kidding question from Dan Sinensky who said, will I be missing too much foundational knowledge if I didn't follow the mass Singer and the Rahapa? Wow. <laughs> Let's shame him. Public shaming works, right? Why do you want to shame him? Did I not understand the question? Did I not understand the question? I, I would say you're not missing any knowledge, um, but you should wa- like check out the wrap up because it is it is complimentary supplementary and very fundamentally great look i mean it's a spinoff the masked dancer is a spinoff of the masked singer uh but really it's the same concept it's a really simple concept when it comes mm-hmm. to the show. So no, they, you know, there's not going to be this plethora of inside jokes. I mean, maybe one or two here and there, but nah. I mean, come on, it's it's its own entity. You get to hear Ken saying, "Welcome to the Mass Dancer" uh, for the first mm-hmm. time instead of "A Welcome to the Mass Singer." <laughs> so that's that's new, that's unique, that's different. Mm-hmm. But 
I mean, just check it out. What, what do you have to lose? Right. What, what's the worst case scenario? You're like, this is dumb. And then I would say, welcome to the mass dancer. This is the wrap up. How can we help you? It's a good place. Um, yeah. And then majority, you know, someone talked about there's only eight episodes. So I think that's the thing to remember. This is very low stakes TV gang. Like if you're looking for something to watch for two months, they've got you covered. This show should be called the mass dancer, AKA the break between the two mass singers until we record it. Really, that's what it is. <laughs> AKA the filler show till we get back to the mass Yeah, because I so bet you dude. we finish episode eight where they're going to be like, all right, tune in in 10 days when we have mass singer season five. Like, that's what's going to happen, in my opinion. So, yeah, I believe it. Look, they're shooting their shot. Mass Singer was a hit. The Ellen DeGeneres came up with the Mass Dancer, which seemed to be a hit for a segment on her show. Did it warrant its own TV show? <laughs> Probably not. But you know what? Here we are, and I'm ready to have a good time. Yeah, we're, it's the pandemic. They were looking for stuff to put on TV. This takes over the Mass Singer slot and probably will do decently in that slot, I think. Um, they're not really... What's CBS got going on at eight right now? Nothing, right? I mean, the big, big um, competitor in the reality realm would be the challenge. Um, but I also don't follow ratings like that. So I don't know if the, any of these are, you know, com- competing with each other for any time slots. I don't know. I'm the wrong person to talk about this. So I'm going um, to stop talking about it. Okay. Sounds good. Wow. You just jumped on that really. You know, oh, <laughs> weird. Stop talking. Yeah, I'm in. Sign me up. Oh, I'm not thank gonna God. He, he's done talking. Oof. <laughs> You're so- so that's all I ever wait for. You know, our conversations are just me waiting for you to stop talking so that I can. And mine are for you to stop <laughs> trying to seem chill when you're not chill. For that Dude, whatever. I'm so chill. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, it's eight episodes, team. Literally, the, the, you couldn't ask for lower stakes on TV. Um, unless you're watching YouTube videos and the stakes are even lower there, but that's a different story. So we did promise at the end of last season, to do a draft at the start of this episode. We watched the first episode before we drafted. So obviously we know half of the performers now and we know one is booted. So I think we do our draft here. There's nine performers left. We draft eight. So four piece. And then the ninth one will be known as the audience's pick or the, I'm sorry, we did this to you audience pick, whatever we want to call it. Sounds good. Lovely stuff. And I think as the outgoing loser of the previous draft, it's only fair that I go first. Or do you want to go first? No, no, I think that's fair. Um, do you want to just go back and forth? Yeah, I think, I mean, with with 10, I, I feel like we just, draft. yeah, we just go back and forth. I think that's the best way to go about it. All right, so yeah, you're up. Who's your first pick? I mean, my first pick, we've, we've seen five of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my first pick has to be someone from this group that I really like. And I feel more comfortable and being like, well, I could have gone second because I don't think you would have picked them. I'm going to go with the exotic bird. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to pick Tulip. So (laughs) we're done. All right. right. Uh, Easy first picks. All right. Well, you go. (laughs) All right. I'm going to go with there's another person that's been heavily featured and on Hulu is the second person in the photo next to the Tulip. I'm going to go with Ice Cube. Ooh, okay. I was really curious to know who that was going to be. Okay. I'm going to pick Cotton Candy. Interesting. Why? So the at the very beginning of this episode, you mm-hmm. get to see every single dancer for like a split second. And yes. I feel like Cotton Candy had some moves. Cotton Candy at least spun around and that seemed impressive. Well, I was me. hoping that you wouldn't think that well to focus on that because I also focused on that and I saw that Ice Cube had some decent moves. That's why I picked Ice Cube. So it's uh, dis- it's concerning that you you saw that and, and you're making your picks like You did that. the same thing I did. How is that unfair? I know. It's not unfair. I'm just sad that you caught up. Um, I didn't want you to catch. I wanted wow. to have you. Wow. You think that I wouldn't be detail oriented? Who do you even think I am? Bro? I know. I'm such a dummy. Such a big dummy. <laughs> Don't say it like that. You're <laughs> happy at the prospect of me being a dummy. What a you're dummy. The, you're the dummy. Oh, you're a dummy. Sucks. Um, can I just say that? Okay. Um, okay. So I feel like I'm making the next pick here. Mm-hmm. And. I'm just going to go back and pick someone I know to be decent. Um, I'm mm-hmm. going to pick the Hammerhead next. Okay, yeah. So I was between the Hammerhead and my next pick, which is the Zebra, which is chosen for the same reasons as Cotton Candy. 
Zebra did look hyper. Zebra looked very hyper in the yeah. it did not look like there was much dancing there, but looked hyper, which is good. Yeah, exactly. It looked like they had a lot of energy. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna pick energy here. It's the same no, vibe as the hammerhead. That's smart. That's smart. And I think that um I will say in the introductions, they first introduced Disco Ball. That was the first person they introduced. Second person was Zebra. So next week we'll find out if they just introduced the first boots from both episodes together Oof. or not. That'll That'd be, be very funny. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny because I'm, I looked at the rest of them, right? And, and I think of the ones remaining, the ones that we don't know about, right? Are moth and sloth. Right. That rhymed. And then we have cricket and is that it? Uh, no. yep. Is that it really? Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I get to pick one. You get to pick one and then we're, we're done here. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. So. They put the sloth next to the cricket and they didn't have any movement. So I'm, they I'm like, spun around that anyone can do that. <laughs> the moth had like at least a hand motion thingy, which is like better. The moth was sitting. Yeah, but the moth did hand movements. Hand but the, mo- the moth has a, a very cumbersome costume. Like uh, like one that's gonna slow them down, you reckon? Well, that was my okay. Well, you know what? No, go. You know what? You give your logic. It's I mean, your like to, listen. We can discuss. I think we know that the winner is not going to be in one of these three, so we no. can discuss. Okay. So that's who fine. do you want to pick? No, I mean, talk me through it. You said you. Why would no, you? No, I don't want to. No, I don't want to give it. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away. Well, you're gonna feel like a wee old fool. You're when, a wee old fool. <laughs> When the moth comes through and slices through your team to win, I'll, I'll just go with the moth. Flip it. Why not? No, I think the moth is a good pick. Oh, thank you. I was trying to detract you away from the moth. Yeah, it failed because I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, I have a PhD in reading your memory. <laughs> and sure. Your thought patterns. All right. Uh, I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and I'm going to pick the sloth because I've That's seen how the bad the cricket was. <laughs> Well, no, it's not that. I it's not that. It's just I think I would rather take a shot at the unknown mm-hmm. because even if they're like, I think the cricket was the second worst in the night. So either the sloth is out first of that group and is the worst performer, or at least they're on equal playing field as the cricket. Like there's right. very little downside for going with the sloth here, right. whereas there could be a lot of upside if we're predicting who's going out. Right. If we're predicting who's going to be getting booted from group A, I'm assuming the cricket goes next. So you're right. You're you're either taking a gamble and it could work or you're just going to end up in the same spot anyway. And it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Right. Right. Very smart. You are very smart. You are. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Um, I'm I was about to say, I'm sad. I'm not going to get to talk to you for three weeks about it. But like we live together. So that'll be easy. Um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'll literally talk to you in three minutes. Um, but where can people find you, Liana, and uh, what do you have going on? You can find me on Twitter at Liana R H A P. The hopefully you heard the promo for it, but if not, <laughs> Drag Race is back, and that means that the R H A P podcast on the Reality TV Wrap Ups Network is back as well. So myself, Amon, and Beth are going to be talking each week about. Um, the latest season of Drag Race, which is premiering January 1st. If it's past January 1st and you're listening to this, go back and watch Drag Race if you haven't already. And then check out our first podcast about it, which is going to be with their very own Rob Sesternino, who will be joining us as a guest to talk about episode one. We also have a preview podcast out where we do a countdown of all of the new queens that are going to be on the season. Lots of Drag Race content, both in video and audio form. Lovely, lovely stuff. I hear 13 is a lucky number. So it's season 13. There's 13 queens. It's during quarantine. There's just a lot of fun stuff that's going on here. And uh, it it's going to be a great time. Don't miss out. Oh, the teens. Okay. You can find me on all major social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. It's Puyism for all of those. Um, I talked with Rob about 90 Day Fiance once more. We've been uh, co-hosting this season together. Liana, you were our guest this week. It was a lot of fun. That's right. That was me. Yes, right. You did a good job, too. It was a lot of fun. You can check that out over on robiswebsite.com slash 90 Day Fiance number nine, number zero, Day Fiance. 
And as far as my independent workings, I am actually attempting a 24-hour stream on Friday. The Friday the 1st of January. From noon to Friday the 2nd. No, Saturday the 2nd, noon. Already, I am should be doubted. But I'm going to dream that a good shot. I'm going to try. We'll see how it goes. You can find me on twitch.tv slash puyism for any of that nonsense. And before we get out of here, if you would like to leave a rating and review for this podcast, it is always much appreciated. It allows us to be found. It allows us to, you know, be out there and appreciated. And it just, it just helps. And, and you would, you'd be doing a good deed for us. We'd be grateful. I will tell you this. You know who's not put out a podcast about the mass dancer? The official mass singer podcast. Therefore, it's time for us to take that crown back. So if you could do that with some ratings and reviews and some love, you would be leopards to us and we would appreciate you. And you would definitely not be crickets to us because we don't appreciate crickets. Now, we will talk to you once again in about three weeks or so. Until then, take care. Have a good one. And we'll unmask you by episode four. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.